Hi, and welcome to Being Lutheran, a podcast dedicated to proclaiming the excellencies of Jesus Christ and the biblical theology expressed in the Lutheran Confessions. Today, Pastor Jason Goodham, Pastor Brett Bowe, and myself continue our discussion on confession and absolution, looking at an Old Testament passage. Welcome to Being Lutheran, Pastor Brett Bowe. You sure? I think so. There's a pause. Yeah. I'm Pastor Jason Goodall. Dramatic effect. (laughs) And I'm Pastor Brian Rickey. And we'd like to bring to your attention, as we have the last couple episodes, a wonderful event. Refcon 2019. Refcon, Refcon, Refcon. <laughs> November Saturday, Saturday, 2nd. Saturday. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> November 2nd at Faith Free Lutheran Church in South Minneapolis. Uh, Reformation Conference uh, featuring all three of us truly hmm. for a live in-person podcast live, recording yeah, in the flesh. and presentations on the doctrine of vocation. Yep. And you'll understand why we have faces for radio. <laughs> Except for no. I'm, I'm actually going to do my presentation with my head inside a cardboard box. Just Sweet. For the, Ooh, I'll get a bag the, yeah. with that picture of your cartoon. Yeah, my cartoon yeah. Yeah. One of those wrestling masks. That's, that'd mm-hmm. be good. You know, like... Yeah. Uh, oh, those luchadores? Yeah, I just, yeah. just, yeah. just want to win. <laughs> so, <laughs> there comes a time in life when man must wear stretchy pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do like that movie a lot. Uh, it is pretty right. funny. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, we will be talking about vocation yep. and yes. aspects of vocation. Brett's doing vocation states. in the family. Mm-hmm. I'll be talking about vocation in the congregation. And you will be talking about vocation in society. Correct. The two kingdoms. Sounds interesting. Yeah. So it how is. can I come if I want to come? Well, we will be uh, in I'm the coming, by the short way. term. Yeah, thank you for that. <laughs> uh, you'll, the, the best way to follow all of the updates is to um, follow Faith Free Lutheran Church's Facebook page, where we'll have the updates. We will have a digital registration page up uh, sometime, probably around the release of this episode, if not shorter. Uh, we'll have information about ticket cost and meal options Super. and things like that. And we will have a link to that page on beinglutheran.com, will we not? Right after I get your own bio up there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Brian exists. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just kind of like it like you're the narrator of our lives. So I no one really. <laughs> God forbid, man. Mm-hmm. May the Lord forgive. It's like the arrested development where they say, he didn't want to do this. He did it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Brian, his voice comes in. No, it was, um, yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be fun. And there's going to be food. Mm -hmm. Food, faith, family, football. No, that's Denny Green. Yeah, no, it's, uh, we'll have a chance to break bread together. We'll have a meal in between the podcast recording Mm -hmm. and the, um, the actual conference. It'll be nice to meet people, interact with them. Very accessible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we, we've done it the last two years and got tremendous response, and, and we're hoping we, we take this to a, an even larger audience this yeah. time mm-hmm. around. I'm excited. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe there'll be some shenanigans. Oh, I guarantee Ooh. there'll Come and be see. shenanigans. There's a restaurant in Grafton, North Dakota named Shenanigans. So, like, you'd order a cheeseburger and they give you, like, uh, scrambled eggs? Or how would no, that work? <laughs> I'm not sure why they named anyway. <laughs> because it's yeah. just, oh, well, I'll eat Or it could be, like, Ed DeBevick's where they come and just yeah, insult you right. the whole time. Yes. No, no. I'm so sad that doesn't exist anymore. In all honesty, was there a restaurant in Grafton called Shenanigans or was it just a local town bar? Because we are talking about small town North Dakota. No. It was, <laughs> it was, it was a, an actual, I don't know if it's still there, but 
Yeah, it was an actual restaurant. Right. We're going to have all of our Grafton listeners Kind of like the old, yeah, country, old country buffet light, sort of. Oh, all nice. right, anyway. <laughs> Psalm 32. Right, Psalm 32. Um, and, so we are talking about confession right, confession, absolution. And, absolution. and uh, we've, we're kind of in the middle of this four-part arc mm-hmm. that uh, have last couple episodes um, based, you know, the teaching on this. And now today, this episode, we're looking at the Old Testament text. Next episode, we'll look at the New Testament text. So uh, today, we're going to be looking at Psalm 32. And I think I'm just going to read one through five. And if we want to go further, we can keep going. But um, Just keep reading on your own. Just keep reading on your own. All right. So it says this, Blessed is the one whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man against whom the Lord counts no iniquity, and in whose spirit there is no deceit. For when I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. For day and night your hand was heavy upon me. My strength was dried up as by the heat of summer. I acknowledged my sin to you, and I did not cover my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the iniquity of my sin. Amen. Amen. Amen and amen. Love that psalm. I use it mm-hmm. a lot for. Yeah. Uh, we at Hope Lutheran Church, uh, we have a traditional service and then a blended. The first service, we have communion every Sunday and use it a lot for that. Mm-hmm. And I just really appreciate this psalm mm-hmm. very much. Yeah. And the, yep. the second half of verse five there is one of the verses that we use in our absolution liturgy at faith. That's mm, one of the beautiful. I said, I will tra- confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the iniquity of mm-hmm. my sin. Amen. Yeah. Just tremendous promise. But mm-hmm. what, what a wonderful text to teach us the blessing and, mm-hmm. and, and the privilege it is uh, that as we mm-hmm. rest and trust in the grace and mercy of Christ as David did, yeah. uh, the, the act of worship that we participate in through confession and repentance. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a wonderful teaching psalm. Yeah. Well, and what a vivid picture of what it, the guilt yeah, of right. coming under the conviction right. of yeah. sin feels yeah. like. Man, verse three and four are yeah. real. I have been there. Yeah, been, been there. <laughs> I know. Yep. I love verse three yep. because, and I encourage my congregation, mm-hmm. I use it that way. And I'm like, you know, there's a blessing mm-hmm. to bringing things into the light. Yeah. There is a freedom that comes to confessing your sin. Yep before the living God who has paid it all and knows it all. Right. And this is the blessing because when we don't, this is what happens. Mm-hmm. This inward ache, this this inward yep. building up, it's almost, I, I would liken it to almost like a cancer, cancer's mm-hmm. growth that begins. Yep. And, and it just that's, really, that's a good picture. it really inhibits our walk mm-hmm. of faith with Christ. It inhibits our relationship with Christ, mm-hmm. but it also causes, unfortunately, uh, a sense of anger and frustration that mm-hmm. we take out on other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the thing about David in the Psalms is he gifted by the Holy Spirit to capture mm-hmm. raw emotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's right, yeah. and and he he lived his sin, and he was definitely guilty before the Lord. And he's his story with the sin with Bathsheba and everything else connected with that. That's that's one of those places in Scripture where you can say he knocked out. Well, we're always guilty of breaking the first commandment, but you know, breaking Got one through ten. Uh, on yeah, that one, one through ten. Yeah. Yeah, you can walk yeah. through um, in that, and so I think we mentioned last episode about how you maybe feel like God's grace is not—you're not deserving of it. Well, certainly David wouldn't be deserving of it. No. Just a, a big sinner, I guess you could say. Well, and, and from an out, outside perspective, mm-hmm. it, it has been traditional Lutheran teaching, at least by the very early Lutherans, that they taught that David actually fell away from the faith during Hmm. that process 
of the sin with Bathsheba. Mm-hmm. You have not only the adultery, yep, the killing, and of then the Uriah, covering it yep. up, and then the murder of Uriah. Premeditated murder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, uh, That's a capital offense, again, according mm-hmm. to the law. Yeah. It's, so it's, you know, there, this is some real stuff. And, and then on the other side of things in the New Testament, you have the Apostle Paul who mm-hmm. writes that Christ Jesus came to save sinners of whom I yeah. am the worst right. or the foremost chief, or yeah, yeah. the chief. And, and so it's, you look at this and you start to feel the relief that David felt after the absolution. Blessed mm. is the one who transgr- whose transgression is forgiven. And, mm-hmm. and that's really what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Is, is, again, the, the absolution producing the assurance of salvation mm-hmm. and that familiarity to know that your sins are no longer your own. They're mm-hmm. not hanging over you. They're mm-hmm. not on your back. That your sins have been taken from you by Christ and have been nailed to the cross with Christ so that they are Christ's sins mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. not your own sins. And that's kind of the tone that starts this psalm. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm going to, I'm not doing this, why well, I'm doing it on purpose. So I love the vocational aspect of what follows after mm-hmm. verse five. Yeah. Because yep. like we read in Ephesians chapter two, verses yep. eight, nine, and 10, because 10 yep. is connected there too, for these good works mm-hmm. that God has prepared beforehand. He reminds us that mm-hmm. now we're free to yep. do these things. Yep. We're free to yep. teach. We're free to be taught. We're yeah. free uh, to walk in these things. And that whole aspect of today is the day of salvation. Yeah. Don't wait. Therefore, let everyone who is godly offer a prayer to you at a time that you may be found. Surely in the rush of great waters, if in the middle of calamity or, or, or a bad situation, surely we cannot reach him. You are a hiding place for me. You preserve me from trouble. Mm-hmm. You surround me with shouts of deliverance and I will instruct and teach and it keeps going. Mm-hmm. And I just, I love the vocational aspect of yep. the forgiveness of sins. Yep. Amen. There's a campfire song in there too, right? You are my heart. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little flat. Sorry about that. But the views of Jason. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah. Jason, the, the, this <laughs> is this is a recording studio, yeah. but <laughs> I'm just. I have to. My 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 inner Beyonce has be, to come oh. on. <laughs> my inner Simon Cowell is yeah. about to come yeah, on. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, exactly what you said, Brian. You know that we are free to do things, and that's yeah. really what the freedom of the gospel is. Right. We're, we're never free to sin with impunity. We're not no. free to do what we're, we're no. free to serve God yep. because we don't have that mantle over us that we have to do it yes. on, on a performance mm-hmm. basis. We're, we're, we're not in competition yep. with others. Right. And, and really to get to that understanding, yep. you go back to verse two and we start immediately eliminating the notion that forgiveness is not equal to your sins, not mattering. Oh. Mm-hmm. It is that grace that's greater than our sin. Verse five, and you forgave me the iniquity mm-hmm. of my sin. Therefore, Boom. Yeah. you know, live as a living mm-hmm. sacrifice, be a new creation in Christ right. Jesus, proclaim right. the excellencies of Jesus Christ right. on and on and on. Be yeah. a part of God's kingdom right. in allowing him to use you mm-hmm. to preach the gospel with and without words in your everyday life yeah. through your vocation. Right. Yeah. And it's so much of what, the gospel gets corrupted into whether it's the liberal denominations or gospel reductionism, which we've talked about before, is it ends up being, ah, shucks, my sin 
doesn't matter. Look how much God can forgive me. And it's you're either flaunting sin, you're flaunting your brokenness, whatever the case might be. Look at verse two. It says, blessed is the man against whom the Lord counts no iniquity. Mm -hmm. The iniquity still has been committed. Yes. But God is not crediting as your own. And it's still dangerous and it still is it gets in the way. And mm-hmm. so antinomianism has no place really in scripture. Mm-hmm. Anyone who ascribes to that has to do some real theological gymnastics mm-hmm. to get around some of these verses. And you, you and you look at the emptiness, the vacuousness of the liberal church saying, you know, Christ is all about love. Well, you know, I can get along with that. Christ is all about love. Because but God you, disciplines those whom he loves. You know, well, but, and to the point that Christ's love isn't about saying, you do whatever you want to do, you do no, you. that's not love. Mm-hmm. The Christ love is that you did this mm-hmm. and God made a way for it to be right with him. And even yeah. more than He died that, for your sins. Yep, As the yep. perfect loving heavenly father is like, you did this, this is wrong. This is against my design for you. I have so much more for you. Mm-hmm. Turn mm-hmm. and repent. I have. I want to yep. give you life and life abundantly. And the only way, that's not talking about a Lexus or a new car. What it's talking about mm-hmm. is walking in the freedom of Christ with mm-hmm. this wonderful and delicate balance of living a life of confession and repentance mm-hmm. as an act of worship right. toward a salvation without regret. And that is an intentional daily thing. Mm-hmm. And it's the proper use of our baptism, as, mm-hmm. as what Luther said in, in the catechism, a large catechism, and all of that. And it is this acknowledgement that sin does matter, mm-hmm. that yeah. sin does right. separate us from God, right. and that sin can get in the way. Yeah. But blessed be the God and Father of right. our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who That's has right. sent Jesus Christ to be the full propitiation yeah. for our sin. All of this talk that God is love, mm-hmm. hashtag love wins, whatever, you're right. Except the love of God looks like his son nailed to the Mm -hmm. cross, Mm -hmm. bleeding for you and me. Absolutely. It it doesn't look like absolute permissiveness and affirmation. No, it looks like Jesus Christ on the cross. It looks like the empty tomb. It looks like Jesus Christ ascended to the right Right. hand of God before God with his wounds saying, these are my children, they are forgiven, and God delights to forgive. And I would even go one step further that as God gave the Ten Commandments to an already saved people out of the land of Egypt, the law is love too. The law is absolutely Mm -hmm. love. Mm -hmm. God gave us boundaries. Yeah. Uh, all scripture is breathed out by God, profitable for mm-hmm. teaching, for instruction, for training in righteousness, that the mm-hmm. man of God may be approved. And so all of those things, all of that is love because mm-hmm. we think about our kids. All of us have children. Do you discipline your kids? How do you teach your kids? Yeah. We're sitting in, in the first house that Connie and I bought as a family. And obviously, <laughs> I, I don't know if you've noticed, but people drive by in this city streets a lot faster than 30 miles an hour. And so if I didn't love my kids, I'd be like, yeah, do whatever you want to. Go play in the street. street. I don't care. Mm -hmm. Get to set up the hockey nets. But love is boundaries. I set boundaries and God does set boundaries for us. And sometimes we break those boundaries and oftentimes we do, but but God has made a way. Mm -hmm. Well, and and love is even... Even before the boundaries, love is just God making himself available and revealing himself. Yeah. The contrast to that, just go up to Mount Carmel with Elijah and the prophets of Baal. You have these 450 prophets of Baal mm-hmm. with whom their God has not communicated, with Jewish. whom right. their right. God Jewish. has not revealed themsel- yep. himself. And they're, they're dancing around yep. like mm-hmm. idiots around this fire. They're cutting themselves, hoping something that they do mm-hmm. will resonate with their lowercase g God. Yeah. And here's God saying, I want you to be holy. 
here's how I am holy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's how you're going to be holy in the ways that I am holy. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. all of that, when you're not holy, here's how I'm going to forgive mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Right. And, and that kind of love meets us in our experience of guilt, which this, yes. this psalm uh, definitely clearly portrays. And like we've said, we've all been there. We've all, uh, we're recording this in the middle of the summer and today yeah. it's hot and humid. Uh, yeah. That part where it says uh, my my strength was dried up as by the heat of the summer. Yeah. Just kind of that thoroughly exhausted the, by carrying the guilt. On, uh, the on picture shoulders. that was brought to me, I grew up on a farm mm-hmm. and on hot days when it's over hundred degrees, if you had to be up in the hay mow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh my yeah. word. Like a I'm thousand degrees. Up I there. mean, you'd yeah. be leaving there and you were like yep. drained. Yeah. But that's what it's like. And, yep. to, and, and if I can move back a little bit to, to try to, pose or to pitch or to paint a picture that God's love is antinomium is really a myopic view Mm -hmm. of God's love. It is. And it is a wrong view of scripture. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's so interesting is the the thing that separates us from God's love is our own Mm -hmm. silence on the matter. It's not Mm -hmm. worthiness. It's not that we're not pious or holy enough. It's when I kept silent Mm. That's when mm-hmm. these sins started yeah. to play. It's me. not embracing this mm-hmm. life of confession and repentance. Right. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. It's it's like he had had stopped in that open confession before the Lord, and that's what led to this, the draining, the the heaviness of the the law of God, bringing guilt on his conscience, um, oh. drying him up. And the and the last thing our sinful, idolatrous hearts want to do is to ever acknowledge that we failed, to ever acknowledge that we're sinful. Mm, you know, yeah, yeah. you know, just from a Christian perspective, and, and I think we've brought this up before, we have a God who has revealed himself to be holy, righteous, perfect, just, almighty, majestic, God who literally breathes stars. Thank you, Pastor Micah Germstead, for that phrase that I've <laughs> stolen and made my own. God who created everything that is and all that, uh, the universe and all that is in it in six days. Without, from uh, nothing. From nothing. Uh, a God who doesn't need our help, doesn't need our assistance, doesn't need us, this God has commanded us to be holy. Mm -hmm. Why on earth would we ever admit to him that we screwed it up? That's the way we're wired. Mm -hmm. And this this same God is the one who says, come to me. Yeah. Come to me, you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Come to me, mm-hmm. speak to me, confess your sins, mm-hmm. and you will be forgiven. And it's the Garden of Eden. I mean, we're just like Adam. Mm-hmm. We go hide. Where yep. are you? Right. You know? Why are you hiding? Why have you hidden yourself? Exactly. You know, the, we we tend to play that, out in, <laughs> play that out in all of our relationships, be it no. spouses or yep. employees, you know, all the other vocational tandems that we live I, in. I asked my congregation often, I'm like, I said, how, how useful is it to try to hide your sin from a God who knows everything? Yeah, who already knows. <laughs> a little futile, isn't it? Right. And, but, it, but I'm telling you, the, the look on people's faces is like, oh, yeah. He, you know what? He does know everything, and he has <laughs> yeah. paid it all, and he still loves me. And yeah. that's the why we were yet sinners, and that's that beautiful yes. healing balm of yeah. the gospel, yep. the absolution that happens yeah. in the proclamation of the gospel. In the absolution, there is therefore now no condemnation yes. for those who are in mm-hmm. Christ Jesus. Yep. It is not— And you forgave me the iniquity yeah, of you, my sin. Exactly. Yep. You, it is not yep. possible— to outsin God's grace. Because look at how mm-hmm. confident David is in this. I mean, mm-hmm. like you mentioned before, yeah. David was a good sinner, as as all, all of us are. He's an exceptional sinner. <laughs> all of us are, really, if we're really honest. Yeah. 
and the confidence that he has mm-hmm. yeah. and the dependency that he has on God's grace and mercy. And you forgave me the iniquity of my sin. Mm. The, the, the matter of factness of David's faith in this Psalm is stunning. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it should it, be it's inspirational. Just, you forgave the guilt of my, mm-hmm. he just moves on. Yeah. And, and from there on verse six, he gets on with his life yeah. mm-hmm. and he does it. And that, there's that, it, there it is again and again and again, assurance of salvation yep. and vocation. And mm-hmm. it's yes. Yes. And it's uninteresting because that's kind of what Luther meant. And I know people, misquote him when he says sin boldly. Yeah. You know, it's like not not to misuse the grace that God mm-hmm. has given to us through yeah. Christ Jesus our Lord and Savior. It's not, you know, it's that whole verse six of Romans, mm-hmm. you know, do we continue in sin that grace may ground right. may may abound, may it never be. That's not what Luther meant. He meant this. Mm-hmm. Be confident in the forgiveness of sins and move on mm-hmm. and live in yeah. the abundant life that Christ has given you through his life, death, and resurrection. Yeah. Well, the other half of that quote that everyone conveniently leaves off yeah. is he's telling Melanchthon, sin boldly and then repent boldly. Mm-hmm. And, yes. and that's a vocational mm-hmm. statement in, in, in talking about any ethical situation you might find yourself, if, if it's not clear how you ought to act, do what you think is right and then repent of your wrongness mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you will be forgiven. Yeah. And it's the, the same thing is if you know what to do, but don't want to do it. Don't sit on your hands and wait for a godly motivation to do it. Go do it and then repent of your bad attitude. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah. if your neighbor is in a health condition where he can't mow his lawn and you're like, oh, it's 95 degrees with a thousand percent humidity outside and you don't feel like mowing his lawn, go mow his lawn and then yeah, repent yeah. of your bad attitude. Yep. That's what this is talking about. You know, it's we, we don't want to preach the gospel in such a way that we're giving permission to sin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. want to preach the gospel in such a way so that people repent. Yes, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Amen. Cool. I know I'm supposed to have a verse, but I guess <laughs> I don't. It's, it's, man, it's, it, oh, I was so excited it, about this one. Oh, it's, it's, yeah. Man, it's super fun to get wow. caught up in the gospel, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to read the rest of the chapter. Can I read I'm the whole gospel, chapter? Read 6 through theme. 11. Yeah. I, th- I think it's, I'm just going to reread the whole chapter. We'll end with that. And uh, just again, here's a confidence of David in the forgiveness of sins that that God has promised mm-hmm. through the one who would come through his lineage and has mm-hmm. come for us, but also here, this wonderful freedom of vocation mm-hmm. in the midst of this psalm. Blessed is the one whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man against whom the Lord counts no iniquity and in whose spirit there is no deceit. For when I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. For day and night, your hand was heavy upon me. My strength was dried up as by the heat of summer. I acknowledged my sin and I did not cover up my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord. You forgave me the iniquity of my sin. Therefore, let everyone who is godly offer prayer to you at a time that you may be found. Surely in the rush of great waters, they shall not reach him. You are a hiding place for me. You preserve me from trouble. You surround me with shouts of deliverance. I will instruct you and teach you in the way that you should go. I will counsel you with an eye upon you. Be not like a horse or a mule without understanding, which must be curbed with bit and bridle, or it will not stay near you. Many are the sorrows of the wicked, but steadfast love surrounds the one who trusts in the Lord. Be glad in the Lord and rejoice, O righteous, and shout for joy, all you upright in heart. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Please look us up on the web at beinglutheran.com. Also, invite a friend to check us out on iTunes and Spotify. Also, do not forget about the Reformation Conference on November 2nd at Faith Free Lutheran Church in South Minneapolis, Minnesota. 
God bless you and have a great week.